0: Buongiorno, bella gente, and welcome to this little recap about Giacomo Leopardi, one of the greatest, if not the greatest, Italian poet of the beginning of the 19th century. Leopardi is uh, always named as the poet of the young people, and I do agree with this uh, definition, because um, in Italy, uh, when we student, when I was a student, <laughs> approach Leopardi, when we start studying his poetry. Uh, a lot of young people love his poetry. And this is thanks to he has been so close to teenagers. Because in his life, in his poetry, you can find all the melancholy all the uncertainty and restlessness that are typical of young people, and so um, young people can identify with this typical malen- melancholy. Leopardi is very um, is loved by young people, even for his um, his biography, where he ran away from his uh, home in Recanati and even because of uh, his protests and criticism uh, towards uh, his. Uh, Um, parents he refused uh, his parents and uh, the old way of thinking and he is never never rhetorical in fact when you read uh, his poems uh, he is always true Uh, and um, the reader understands this uh, feeling uh, that everything is true that uh, goes through his verses. So he is still now very actual. He is um, said to be a romantic and in a certain way it is so. but he uh, re- always refused this category because he uh, felt himself as uh, neoclassical as a classic one but, in reality, uh, there is a part of Sturm und Drang in his uh, poetry, even if he would have never admitted this. <laughs> the difference with other romantic uh, poems and poets is surely that the nature that for the romantic generation is our mother and is something powerful and at the same time that talks about God. That sort of pantheism that we can find, for instance, in uh, Wordsworth's poems is absent in Leopardi's uh, ones. In fact, the nature in Leopardi's poetry is always the protagonist, but she is not our mother, but she is our unkind stepmother. She is a sort of beldam. So, uh, Leopardi uh, came from a materialistic point of view, and he was uh, a son of the Enlightenment, okay, he was uh, very pragmatic. But uh, looking at uh, his poetry from nowadays, we can say that maybe he is uh, a sort of existentialist, and that maybe... His philosophy is closest to the existentialism of the 20th century. Anyway, he so believed that everyone in the world is unhappy and troubled, He starts from his own condition because he is, he was uh, uh, very ill. Indeed, he had a rachis disease and he had a hump. So he was not handsome, but particularly he had a lot of sufferance. And so his life was not a beautiful life. But he always uh, said that, uh, in his opinion, all humankind suffer, not only people like him who had some particular reasons to be sad, but that the general human condition is sadness and unhappiness. But uh, why do we like so much Leopardi? Because he tells us about this sad thing with a language, with an Italian that is really the top, is <laughs> something really high, M- maybe, um, not maybe, the, the Leopardi's poems are the best in the 19th century in Italy. He uh, traveled throughout Italy. He went in Florence, in Rome, in Naples, but his life didn't change very much because he thought that he could escape from the um, The environment of Recanati, the little place where he was born, but he didn't find something better in the great cities. The last city he visited and in which he lived was Naples, and there he died. He was really young when he died. And uh, uh, in Naples, he had a great friend that was Antonio Ranieri, that was uh, a Neapolitan exile that helped him Uh, to write poems, and uh, he was like uh, a brother for him. If you want to know something more about Leopardi's biography, you can watch Mario Martone's movie Il Giovane Favoloso. Uh, Maybe you can find it with an English subtitle. It is uh, a movie that obviously cannot be an action movie because Leopardi's life was not uh, an active life, okay? But it is very poetical and the main character, the protagonist, Elio Germanio, the actor, is really, really good and you can enjoy uh, Leopardi's philosophy and way to look at the world, okay? Speaking about his more important poems, I would like to tell you something about the poems that I like the most, that are his most famous. And uh, there is a little anecdote about my life that I would like to tell you, because when I was younger and uh, I was at the last year of the um, high school in Italy, you know, we have got an exam to pass and uh, i used to um attend a school that i didn't like very much because i didn't choose it but my parents chose it for me okay and it was a a school an accountancy school where maths was the most important uh, subject or accountancy and so on and i am not not keen on it <laughs> And so I was not very good, but I was very good at Italian, English, French and so on. So when came the day of my examination, maybe karma was because <laughs> uh, I had suffered for six years because I, wa- I didn't pass uh, a year, because I really didn't like that school. And when uh, the second day of the written examinations uh, we had to, to do the, the Italian uh, written test... I was so lucky that uh, it was uh, a test about Leopardi and I had to discuss about uh, a poetry called Canto notturno di un pastore errante dell'Asia. That was a poem that I really, really liked. I liked so much that I could say it by heart. So I did a great Uh, A great test and when I uh, had to do the oral uh, exam I was able to uh, say it by heart and the the teachers were very impressed and so I had the opportunity to improve uh, my final score (laughs) and uh, this was one of the um, of the thing that Leopardi made for me. (laughs) In fact, uh, in all my adolescence, when I was a teenager, I really liked to uh, to read and um, study Leopardi's uh, poetry. And nowadays, more or less, it's the same thing, because when you ask to... um, a girl or a boy that uh, are 17 who is their um, favorite poet, they likely will uh, will answer Leopardi. In fact, I, I tried with my daughter, she is 18, and she obviously uh, told me, yes, my favorite is Leopardi. Uh, why? Because in these poems you can find all that melancholy, as I said before, that often teenagers have got inside them. But talking about this first poem, Canto Notturno del Pastore Errante dell'Asia, obviously, if you want to uh, listen to it, you can go to uh, the other podcast in Italian and I read some parts of these uh, poems. I won't read it in Italian here, but I uh, will try to translate uh, some pieces and... Uh, um, comment them. So the, the poem starts with a question that the poet asked the moon and asking her uh, what is she doing in the sky? Why is she so um, silent? And he asks, aren't you bothered, aren't you tired to look at the same hills, at the same landscape? And this is a shepherd who is uh, asking those questions. Obviously the shepherd is the alter ego of Leopardi but this shepherd would like the moon to answer and to say where, where are we going during this our mortal life but this is a rhetorical question because the the, the shepherd obviously has no no answer by the moon but he himself answers and says that the 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 man comes to life with sufferance. For all the time he has got his parents, the parents want to to comfort him for being alive. So he asks why, if we think that we are going to suffer for our entire life, why do we still um, have got children if we have to console them of being alive? So this is a very pessimistic view of human life. And uh, in fact, he makes a comparison with uh, an old man that is uh, always in struggle to, to work, to do things. Uh, he climbs mountain, but he never, never arrives. And when he arrives, he forgets everything. And so he says, this is the mortal life, a struggle. And at the end, you have got the, the death and you will forget everything. So you can notice that he never talks or says something about God because there is no God in uh, Leopardi's uh, poems. Unlikely, other romantic poems, other romantic poets, put inside the nature a pantheistic vision. They can see that the spirit can talk to us through the nature. But in Leopardi's nature, there is uh, a coldness. The nature doesn't speak, the nature doesn't communicate anything. She is indifferent to humankind. Anyway, I suggest you to read this beautiful poem in English. You can find uh, a lot of versions on the net. This is really, really beautiful. Uh, Then uh, there is another um, important uh, poem that is Asylvia. Here the topic is the death and um, the waste of our uh, youth. In fact, uh, this poem is uh, dedicated to, to Silvia, that is uh, a teenager that uh, passed away in uh, her most important part of life, youth. And uh, maybe we think that uh, uh, she was a real, um, a real girl, Teresa Fattorini, that was uh, the coachman's uh, daughter at uh, Leopardi's house. And she unfortunately died and Leopardi uh, writes this uh, poem to her but at the same time he um, uses uh, uh, her figure to talk about uh, his own losing his youth because he uh, never lived, uh, never fully lived his youth because he was ill and especially in particular he talks to his uh, hope, because Silvia symbolized the hope, Leopardi's hope that is dead, okay? And this is also a beautiful uh, poem to read in English, okay? Another poem I suggest is Il sabato del villaggio. This is a happier poem, but only because he talks about the Saturday, that is the Uh, the day before the Sunday, in which you should have the festivals, you should have the the good day. But uh, in this uh, poetry, in this poem, the, uh, the sadness is subtle, because he describes a moment in which everyone is doing something to prepare for the Sunday, and maybe in that preparing, in that waiting for the good thing there is a little bit of a happiness just because they are waiting but when the sunday arrives you discover that it is nothing so so beautiful leopardi thinks that the uh, the only moment in which people can have a little bit of happiness or at least of hope is the uh, the waiting okay the waiting for something and youth is this in the um, life of humankind. When you are young, you wait and you hope for something better. But Leopardi (laughs) reminds us that often we are disappointed by what comes next, but obviously we can even not agree with him. We choose if you, if we want to think like him or if we want to give to our hope a sense, because in Leopardi's poems, you never find a sense, a meaning to human life. But luckily, uh, maybe, every one of us can find his own sense in uh, thinking about the spirit, in helping other people, in in a love story, in a passion, in our work. So I believe that we can find something better, okay? Then uh, I would like to finish this little overview uh, on Leopardi's poems with uh, L'infinito, that is maybe his most famous and well-known poem. I don't know if it is the best because he has written a lot of things. He has also written uh, uh, philosophical uh, works such as Lo Zibaldone, Le Operette Morali. So he was a philosopher too, okay, and a great scholar. His Knowledge was paramount. He was really a genius, okay? L'Infinito, I'd like to read it in English. I have found a translation that seems um, a beautiful one, uh, so that you can uh, better understand his uh, topic. Always dear was to me this solitary hill and this age, which from so much part of the last horizon the look excludes. But sitting and staring, endless spaces behind that, and superhuman silences, and deepest quietness, I pretend in thinking, where for a while the earth is not afraid, and like the wind, I hear rustling among these plants, that infinite silence to this voice I go comparing, and the eternal occurs to me, and the dead seasons, and the present, and the live, and the sound of her. So between this immensity drowns my thoughts and shipwreck is sweet to me in this sea. So excuse me if I didn't <laughs> read it very well, I'm not um I'm not a poet. But uh the, the very beautiful thing of this poem, Leopardi imagined himself in the garden, outside in the park, outside his uh is home, where you can uh, can go to visit this park, uh, Leopardi's house, if you come in Marche, in Italy, in Recanati, there is a very beautiful museum, so I suggest this visit. And you can sit there and watch, uh, look around you, and this is that, that hedge, is uh, very dear to him because that is the place where he was born. But that age exclude his look from the horizon. Uh, it means that he cannot, the nature cannot let him uh, watch outside. Okay, he would like to know. At a certain point, he is sitting, and looks, he stares to the spaces. That are beyond that hedge, And he can see the deepest quietness, the silences, but in that silences, in that superhuman silences, that maybe can uh, let us think about God. But he says, I pretend in thinking. This means that he imagines, so there is no real God. Okay. And his heart is. Uh, uh, almost afraid of the, all that silence because in that silence there's a vacuum that is what he wants to say and he compares he makes a, com- a comparison between this voice this silence and the past and with the past he refers to his youth And um, the only, uh, I could say that the only um, good things um, in this poem that is not so dark as the the, the normal uh, thinking of Leopardi is that in this case, this vacuum, this silence, this lack of sense of meaning is, yes, a shipwreck, but uh, for the poet it is sweet. There is that he, for the first time he decides to let him go in this uh, lack of meaning. He It is like he, uh, for a moment, does not struggle, does not uh, think about all this vacuum, but he decides to love this vacuum. You can find, obviously, a lot of, of explanations about this poem, but This is the meaning that I have always found in it uh, a sort of letting go, even knowing that life has no sense for the poet. Anyway, obviously, this is just a little overview about uh, Leopardi's poems. I hope that uh, you will go to read his poems, you will find uh, on the net, and enjoy them. Even if they are sad, they are sad, it's true, but at the same time, you feel a sort of affinity with the poet because you can understand why he was so sad and why he was even as scared about this lack of meaning because we all are human beings. And I think that when poets are so good like Leopardi, they always enter our hearts and they talk to us. So enjoy him and his uh, poetry and bye-bye.